Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Missouri is marking one year of selling recreational marijuana. One group is calling on state lawmakers, though, to revisit rules and enact more protections for consumers. KMOX's Maria Kina spoke with the head of Smart Approaches to Marijuana, known as SAM. Luke Neferatos is the executive director of SAM and worked against legalizing marijuana in Missouri. But what about medicinal marijuana? I think it's really important people understand uh, marijuana for medical use. Uh, the FDA has approved certain marijuana-based medications that you can actually get legally from your doctor in prescription form. But what's happening right now, like what happened in Missouri, as well as what happened in Colorado and several other states, is they are uh, voting on medicine by political process, which that is unprecedented. We have never done that in this country. We never vote on our medicines, and for good reason. Uh, But uh, that's what happened with this. So no, we, we opposed quote unquote, medical marijuana, because it's not safe for patients. Uh, There's no oversight. There are no clinical trials. There's no prescription. So when somebody gets a card for medical marijuana, it's just a recommendation card. It doesn't have their dosage. It doesn't have refills as none of the controls that we expect with a prescription medication. So it's very unsafe for patients. People really have no idea what they're getting because it's completely unregulated. The, the state is not capable of regulating medicine right now with, with the money situation. So, um, no, we, we did not approve of that uh, form of medical marijuana, but we do approve and support more research and more FDA-approved safe marijuana-based medications, which people can get from their doctors. It seems to me like glaucoma was one of those that they used to treat with marijuana. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately a big, that is actually one of the biggest misnomers out there. Um, It's actually been since debunked by unanimously by the science that marijuana has never been helpful for glaucoma, but that was one of those random claims that um, advocates threw out, you know, 30 years ago. And for whatever reason, it has continued to stick. But you even look at North Carolina, where they have not yet legalized medical marijuana, but in in the crafting of their bill that they're proposing for medical marijuana, they even, even the proponents of medical marijuana there took glaucoma out of the qualifying conditions because they said there's no science supporting that claim. So it just shows you kind of what a basically a complete joke and clown show um, the medical marijuana movement is because it, it just doesn't have anything to do with science. It, it's purely just a way to try to backdoor marijuana in and then get to recreational, which is what happened in Missouri, unfortunately. What happens like with cancer patients, though? It seems as though physicians are not 
against it. They will tell you, yes, you can use it. Since it's not legal on the federal level, you'll never find a legit physician writing a prescription from a hospital. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, our, our country actually has a lot of great ways to help people with cancer or people who are in the terminal stages of an illness get access to any kind of experimental medication. Um, It's called, you know, right to try legislation, right to try new and experimental drugs that haven't completed the FDA process yet. And so, you know, when it comes to somebody who is, you know, has cancer or is in their last stages of care, um, I think everybody would support them using whatever uh, drug they think might help them uh, at that desperate stage. So, you know, that group of people can be helped without legalizing commercial grade marijuana. Um, And so I think that's unfortunately a bait and switch that's been put out there. Uh, We were all shown pictures of cancer patients who said they were helped by marijuana. And so we voted for, you know, this marijuana legislation and then realized quickly that it had nothing to do with those cancer patients. It, It was about getting, you know, high potency THC dabs and vape pens out to the public, um, which is what ended up happening. Um, but but what I what I will say about cancer is there is some, some some efficacy that's been shown for marijuana with cancer patients in terms of their uh, uh, appetite. Uh, you know, we all have you know heard about the munchies. So, um, you know, marijuana in that kind of case has sometimes helped them with improving their appetite when they're going through chemo, for example. Uh, but again, there's no reason why we can't provide that to those patients in a more controlled setting versus just allowing a pot shop down the street to sell dabs and joints and you know ice creams laced with THC and saying that that's going to be medicine for cancer patients. Parents of children who had seizures. I know we had parents here in Missouri who actually went to Colorado because it was already legal there. Well, what is the data show with that? Yeah, so there's some scientific research that shows certain components of the marijuana plant can help with seizures. Um, for example, uh, there's CBD, which is a component of the marijuana plant that uh, does not get you high. It's not addictive. Um, CBD uh, is, has actually been approved by the FDA. I don't think a lot of people know this uh, in the form of Epidiolex, which you can get a prescription for from your doctor. Uh, and that is indicated for a very rare uh, specific diagnosis of seizures uh, disorder. So that's one example. There may be one or two other examples. Um, the number of people affected by these components that or the excuse me, the number of people that have that uh, form of seizure disorder uh, is very small, very, very small. It's not something that affects a large number of people in, in, in America, but um, that medication is available for folks. And so I think it's really important to point out that while there may be medical benefits to parts of the marijuana plant, those medical benefits can be brought about through our legitimate medicine process. Um, that does not make smoking a joint or dabbing a 99% potency marijuana shatter, which is you know the new super high potent way to use marijuana, that doesn't make that medicine. Um, and so I'll give an example, uh, just because we know that Fentanyl can be useful in a hospital setting for immediate pain relief for a a, a delivering mother uh, who's delivering her child, which that's accurate. That's what it's indicated for. That does not mean that we should have fentanyl out on the street for people to use, obviously. So um, there's a lot of different examples of that nature where there are drugs that have medical potential, but that doesn't mean they should be sold out of a shop. Luke, how do you see this putting this genie back in the bottles? Well, I think what we need to do is learn from the the data and the science. We need to stick to the facts. Um, I think, you know, over the next few years here, I hope that the government in Missouri will uh, start collating all the outcomes, uh, the children impacted, the families impacted, 
the rising levels of addiction, what this industry is doing in terms of targeting kids, what's happening on the roads. Let's get a full-fledged report from the state government on how marijuana legalization experiment is going. And then I think this, the people of the state of Missouri should look at that information and say, you know, is this really working out for our state? Or can we make changes? Or should we roll this experiment back? Um, I think that's a really critical thing to understand. Um, people have made changes, very large changes to state policy before, um, and they will continue to do that. And so there's no reason why the people of Missouri, if they decide that this experiment isn't working out for them, no reason why they couldn't put this back on the ballot and vote for something to change. Um, so I, I think it's important that people get the facts so they can make that educated decision for themselves at the ballot box in the years to come. Maria Kina, KMLX News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.